What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird on A to Zen FM with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> That's your official radio voice. I thought you were going to come in with, like, the dude. Dude. <laughs> like, are you ready for magic? Like, dude. I thought that's what you were going to do. I think it was for you to do, darling. <laughs> no, I really... I left that one for you. Her. I left it on the table for you, darling. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not nearly as good of characters as you are, though. I, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not for lack of trying, though. I do try. <laughs> Sweetie, I, I don't, don't think, give up on it. <laughs> I think that's a conclusion that you're not as good at characters as I am. When you actually get a character, you're you're so good at you're way better at staying in character than I am. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Thanks, babe. Mm -hmm. Big smile. You're welcome, baby. You're welcome, baby. So, dude, where's dude. my magic? It was like last night when we were like at the house, it was like totally magic and like the cat was flying and like there was all these things happening. It was really good. It was really cool. And I woke up this morning like, oh my God, there's like this pile of poo on my head. Where'd my magic go, dude? Like I was there last night. I don't know what happened to it. I don't even know what that is, but it scares me, honestly. <laughs> what, what you just did scares me. But that's okay. That's okay. So um, we are talking about magic. We're on a magic series this month. So if you guys, if this is the first time you've tuned in, you've got to go back three weeks and, and come back to the beginning of our magic series. And we're super excited to be talking about magic. I, th I think with all these problems in the world and like all this violence in the world, people get really caught up in their problems and like the heaviness and in, you know, restriction and fear and all that kind of stuff. So it, I think it's a very interesting thing that we're talking about magic. In some moments, I feel like um, you know, like people are like, what do you mean magic? There's problems to solve. Um, but I think that's kind of our point is that if you, if you spent more time looking at, um, possibility and looking at play and looking at magic and really, um, living towards that, would your problems really be problems? You know what I'm saying? I don't think they would. I think they'd. I think they'd shrink because it's like whatever you focus on expands. So we are focusing on magic, and it's so much fun, guys. It's so much fun rather than just being like, 
oh, you know, like, how am I going to pay my bills? It's like, it's just so much funner to talk about magic and let magic help you pay the bills. Yeah. Well, and also, if every one of us was expressing the full potency of who we be, right, like our capacities, and a lot of what I mean when I talk about magic is this sort of in this engagement of our own potency and capacity engaged in a dance with the intelligence of the molecules of the universe. Mm -hmm. And that to me, like, you know, we said last week, it's not really magic isn't really definable, but I think that there's a, a few pointers of places we can point to help us get a sense of what actually that is and how we can grow it and how we can um, nurture it. And the thing is, is that if every person on the planet were expressing their potencies, we wouldn't have pollution because mm-hmm. there's the, 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 um, the solutions to these things are in certain people that are not expressing their genius right now. They're not mm-hmm. expressing their potencies right now. Um, there would be no need to do power over because we would know we had the power. So this whole idea of like killing other people or trying to take over other countries or whatever would be done because we'd be like, oh, it's so much funner to be in our magic. It's so much mm-hmm. funner to create. It's so much funner to, because I am the most potent, powerful being I know. So why would you need to do power over? And so that's what, like, my whole thing is why I think it's actually even more important that we talk about magic right now. Because it is the thing that we could be developing and nurturing that would actually change fucking everything. Pardon the French. Mm -hmm. Well, and really just create inspired living. I mean, ever since you know, I really started looking at magic and and being kind of in the pursuit of that. What does that mean in, in my expression of it? Um, I feel so much more inspired. I feel so much more joyful. I feel so much more ease, uh, have so much ease in my life, you know, and it's an every single day choice, you know. So, of course, I get into the, uh, you know, the the constriction part in moments, but it's also so amazing to shift out of that and really, you know, expand and see what's possible. And on our trip to Italy, we just got back, um, you know, from a three-week tour to Italy, and it was so easy, I think, in some ways to stay in magic in Italy. Um at, because we're in the energy of maestro and then afterwards you know we're we're on vacation and we're and it was such an awesome um opportunity to just play in that energy and to see what would happen as we let go and just explored and i wanted to share one story that was super super magical in um in on our trip and then kind of talk about how the elements of that for me that I identified that can help me, um, you know, continue to be in that energy and create more magic in the future. Because, you know, what we're, what we are talking about is that we're, we have the magic and then we lose it like the hide and seek game. So, um, so before we went to Italy, we wanted to book the Westin in Rome, which was uh, like $450 a night. And I wanted to use our SBG points so that we didn't have to pay for it. Um, but so I called them up and, they, and I didn't have enough points. 
And so they said, okay, well, if you can get enough points, then maybe you can call and see if you can get the five days um, using your points because to pay for it would have been like 2500 bucks or something like that. So I didn't. we went to Italy without knowing that we were going to have, whether we were going to stay or not. We had five days that I actually didn't have a hotel booked um, because I wanted to just play with can we create the points and can we actually use them and get this room. So it was very much an experiment in what could be created with magic. Um, and um, we ended up having the points go into our account like while we were in Italy two days before we were supposed to stay in the hotel and when I called them to see if they had a room where we could use their points they said no and so I was like uh babe (laughs) we're gonna have to find some place to stay in Rome for five days because they said no and um and I was like uh okay well what else is possible and and I'm saying this like they put me on hold and they checked again and um you know they came back and they were like actually and I said so I actually just want to cancel my um room then because I don't want to I don't actually just want to use points I don't want to pay for it and so they're like well I can't for some reason I can't cancel it so you're gonna have to call the hotel um so then I'm in that stressed place in that moment of like oh my gosh I might have to pay 2500 bucks for this hotel because they can't cancel it. So I'm in that moment. And this is relevant because magic does never, it never looks the way you think it's going to look, people. And sometimes it looks really bad. Sometimes it looks really like it's not going to work out at all. So here I am like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do? Um, so I call the hotel and they're like, no, we can't do it. You have to call the SBG. And I'm getting really frustrated because I'm like, we've got to figure this out. But I like... I'm like, okay, pot and pox that. I'm just going to be in whatever this is. I'm totally in whatever. And so I call the SPG place back up again. And miracles upon miracles, they check and they have um, a room that just got canceled. And so I can use my points after all. And so that was how we created staying in the Westin in Rome with the chandelier in our room and the gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous space. Um, because we were in the magic and miracle and possibility of that. So, um, so a couple things about that, like going into it with no expectation, going into it with vulnerability of like, um, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, um, but I want to try this. The other thing is that both Megan and I, um, used energy. We used energy work. Like we used kind of like pulling energy to the visualization that I had going um, energetically was somebody's going to cancel and they're going to come back and tell me that um, that I have that they have one room available. Um, and it pretty much it that's exactly what happened. So it was really such a magical moment um, for both of us. What was your experience with that? Like, what, tell them about what magic you used in that, babe. Oh, I'm not magic at all, darling. It was all accidental. <laughs> so, any noodle. Um, I I think that there is a way that what I kept doing was being space. Like, being no point of view. Like, uh, that's what I remember doing is just like, you know, whatever happens, I really feel like, will be where we're meant to be. 
right? And so I I just kept being the space of the possibility of that occurring. I mean, something that Suzanne, you didn't mention to them is that if we would have actually stayed in that hotel, it would have been close to three thousand dollars for those five no, days. No, I said it. No, it was about twenty five hundred, and I did mention it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, um, yeah, you, you were typing somebody else. Yeah. So, anyways, but some elements for for you guys to consider is that there's a vulnerability in magic i think and there's a there's no control like uh, being the the control freak that i am um playing with magic is really um it's really a stretch for me because the minute that i try to control it the minute i try to um kind of force or push that result the minute that it disappears it's like a slippery fish um so to me that's a that's an ongoing experiment um because I'm so used to and have been pickled in control as the way to move things in this in this reality um and it's quite the opposite and that's kind of what Megan and I were talking about before the show today is m- magic is is uncontrollable it's also such a surprise like if if you're truly in the energy of no expectation and no control and no definition then it comes in in the most crazy surprising ways it feels really really surprising all the time and so it's almost like you could discount it because it's such a surprise mhm because when it's a surprise we say oh that was an accident the other thing the other thing is is that when we try to when magic comes in and it's a surprise we tend to then now if if we acknowledge it we tend to go oh this is magic so this is how it's going to show up next time right and so to me that's like trying to capture a butterfly like what happens when we capture a butterfly and put it in a box it dies magic is like butterflies it's like you don't they're going to come in and flit about and it's going to come in in all different colors and all different ways. And it's not about capturing it. It's about receiving it with gratitude and, like, celebrating. Oh, my God, there's a butterfly. That's so awesome. But don't try to squeeze it in your hand and go, okay, this is magic. And anything that doesn't look like this isn't magic. And I'm looking for this to show up this way again. That's where we end up doing this hide-and-seek with magic is that we we try to define it, we try to control it, we try to do all this stuff, it shows up and then we try to capture it somehow. And then we mm-hmm. kind of kill it in the capturing of it. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. And so that I mean and really what we're doing in in capturing it, I mean because we really are magic. All of us are like the epitome of who we be is magic. And so when we're capturing it and killing it and constricting <laughs> it, we're, we're we're killing us. We're we're really like shutting down who we be. And that's that's been such a huge awareness for me is yes, like control is useful in certain moments, but so much of how I've used control and expectation has been killing me and killing my life. Mm -hmm. that's one of the things 
um, in Maestro, but then Dean kept saying to us, you are killing mm-hmm. yourself. And he said, if you're at, at, at this level, if you're at the mic, and you reveal something you're doing to kill you, I am going to kill you. Like, basically, he he was really intense throughout the whole training and just really calling people out, like, that is killing you. And mm-hmm. to me, anything that we do to try to control, force, and push is an act of suicide, is an act of killing us, because who we are is the magic of the universe. Who we are is the flow and the light and uh, and all the possibilities of the universe and all the places where we try to limit and control and force and push, it's creating a stress in our bodies mm-hmm. and in our being. And it really is squishing out our life force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I got it in a whole new way in Maestro. Like not only just control and expectation, but also judgment. You know, how judgment kills us and kills our life. And, you know, and how many judgments are there of magic? How many judgments out there in our world, you know? Um, How many people poo-poo magic? How many people, like, look at us and think we're crazy um, because we believe in magic, you know? So that's just a shit ton of judgment that is not only coming at us, but it's also what we're what we are doing to ourselves, what we're bringing in, what we're believing, um, you know, kind of the lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking about, um, like, what what can we do? Like, I think maybe it would be good for us to share, like, what we do to kind of change the energy when we're sort of boxing something or forcing something or whatever like in your process I I guess I would ask you like in your process of like getting our room because you were the one handling those logistics like how did you come back to the space of the possibility and inviting the magic what I would say is the first thing was awareness that I was going into constriction Like, the thoughts came in, like, I felt fear, and then the thoughts came in of, like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, this is, like, I can't, like, whatever, you know, like, the those thoughts, the constriction energy. And I noticed in my body getting frustrated because the, you know, the people weren't handling it, and I was having to, like, call and all this stuff. Um, And so when I noticed my body and my thoughts going into constriction energy... Um, I would stay in, very present in that moment with with that. And I would say, okay, everything that this is, all this energy that's coming up right now and create, destroy it, all of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are preventing me from being in space and being in allowance around this, I uncreate, destroy that. You know. And then I would say stuff like, how can this turn out better than I ever imagined? What else is possible here? So I started using the tools that we've shared many, many times on this show um, and then found myself getting lighter and lighter and lighter and then being much more in space. Uh, The other thing is that I reminded myself that it's going to be okay and this is just an experiment. It was just an experiment. The whole thing was 
And so it's like, I, we could figure it out. If we have to pay 2500 bucks for the hotel, cool, we'll figure it out. You know, like, we'll, it's not the end of the world if, you know, if something doesn't work out or whatever. So that was the other bit of like, you know, it's, it, it like, whenever I make it serious, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, lighting it up. That- I know we're in trouble when you're making it serious, too. That's when I go downstairs and I get a glass of Prosecco. So that's my magic when you get serious. But um, I wanted to actually leave everybody with a really cool question that just popped in. And and we use this question, maybe not in these exact words, all through the three weeks of Italy. And it's what energy, space, and consciousness can we in our bodies be to be the invitation for magic we mm-hmm. truly be. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to invite magic. I mean, the thing is, is that we've been shutting out magic. We've been saying, oh, not at my house. Nope, I'm, I'm busy controlling the whole fucking thing. Like, nope, not interested. So we've been actually closing the door to magic like hundreds of times a day. And so we've got to open the door back up. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be the invitation for magic that I truly be? And so right. play that as we go to break. And we'll be talking magic when we come back. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. 
Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzannepstoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking magic. Dude, I lost my magic. How do I get it back? Dude, where is it? So I want to talk about the the hide and seek game, which was like the the theme of this week's show, um, and and what why it kind of shows up like that. And and I have a lot of people say, you know, like almost everybody I talk to, like if I really push it, and they say, come on, there's got to be one time in your life or a couple of times in your life where something happened that you couldn't explain, that was a surprise that didn't like come through the sort of quote unquote normal means and everybody has something even the most skeptical skeptical people on the planet have something and the the thing that I hear so much about is that well it's sort of like I don't I can't trust it like it comes and goes like yeah like I'll have a magical day on Monday and then I'm in the shitter for four days right so there's this kind of way that we're playing hide and seek with um, with our magic. Now, there's something really um, sweet about that and and um, right about that, right? It's not a wrongness. It's, I think a lot of us, because we've experienced so many um, lifetimes or uh, generations or the programming or growing up where our magic was quite inconvenient for someone else, our capacities and abilities were not understandable or were threatening to somebody else. And so we learn to kind of squish it, hide it, stuff it, uh, you know, just use it for ourselves, you know, in, in secret or whatever. And so we got used to doing this hide and seek and the hide and seek at least keeps the magic alive, right? The hide, the hide and seek at least keeps it like we know it can come up at some point. But the problem is, is then it kind of creates this, uh, this place of where we feel like we can't trust it and we feel like we aren't it and we feel like it, it's not a way of living. It's just something that happens accidentally once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so what, when I um, created the genius community like 15 years ago or maybe 10 years ago, I don't know. I, I'm not so good with time these days. Um, but one of my, one of the premises was is that when people are, reclaiming capacities and and potencies and talents and their genius a lot of times those potencies were um, sort of judged or criticized or shoved down inside themselves when they were very young and so when they're reclaiming it there is sort of a, a fledgling youngness about bringing that forward and so it it's really important I think to begin to first of all, you gotta claim it. You gotta invite it, like what we've been talking about on this in this series. But then you gotta find places to practice, um, environments that feel safe that will receive you and won't judge you. 
because there's a lot of people like, yeah, I just don't care what people think, which is great, and we're all hopefully in a process of getting there. <laughs> but when the thing that we're uncovering and recovering is um, connected to young parts of us, sometimes that can feel really scary and really intimidating. And so I think it's super important to even if it's just on our own to practice it every day, say for the next hour I'm going to invite magic and I'm going to bring all my barriers down, which is a prerequisite for magic, to be able to receive it, to be able to notice it. See, the thing about it is, is we are magic and the universe is magic, so the only time life isn't magic is when we're not looking. <laughs> we're not being aware um, and we're not in the receiving. We're over here trying to force and push and control the whole damn thing. So the universe can't help us. So mm -hmm. that's one of the first things is to bring the barriers down and to just start looking for magic. We talked about creating a magic journal um, in this series and like writing down. Like the Suzanne and I on our trip, we kept writing down. We've got like five pages of all the things that kept happening that were so magical and somebody might think well that's not magical you know that you called the taxi and it came and blah 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 but it's like you, you have to think it's like if you you've got to step out of your linear constructs of the a plus b equals c if you're living in a plus b equals c you will not see magic like you will not notice it and so that's one of the things is you've got to practice noticing it you've got to practice receiving it and inviting it, right? And then it's like creating environments and, and showing up in environments, whether it's a class, whether it's a friend, where you can talk about magic, where you can actually let it breathe, right? Let it come out for air. I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons that um, we're doing the Unveil Your Magic next month is we want to be in an environment with a whole shit ton of people where we undo the constructs that have kept us from our magic and that there's a safe environment for us to bring those potencies, to bring that energy forward in bigger and bigger ways. And then that'll be followed up with our magic school. But we want to create this environment where people feel safe to breathe their magic, to play with their magic, to practice their magic, to mature their magic in such a way that they won't deny it for anyone or anything else again. And to me, that's what's going to change the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited. We were actually looking at event space last night in anticipation of our event next month. And I've shared the link in the chat room, and it's also um, in our Weird on Air on Facebook. And take a look at it, because it's so important when you're nurturing that little seed to have people around you that are in the same conversation. And that's what we're creating. Like, uh, I'm so excited for this event. Um, it's going to be a room full of people that are open to magic. So um, I know that some of you have already signed up. We have people flying here to come to our magic event. Like, uh, we're so excited. It's all coming together as if by magic. It's been really useful and amazing to create it. So if that sparks your interest, then and if you have any questions, just reach out um, to so that we can answer and help you know whether it's right for you. So we're excited about that. And babe, do you know that we have a caller on the line? I just saw. Mm -hmm. I got so excited <laughs> when we have a caller. Bring her on, ladies. Bring, Bring her on. on. 
Josephine. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Very sexy. Well, I just, you know, the magic that I be fell down the stairs so that I could be on this call today. So how did it get better than that, right? I was laughing my ass off, literally. I'm like laying there like, okay, this is not okay with me. What is this about? <laughs> well, you get to kind of hang out with some people on a Zoom all day. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So, oh, my God, everything you guys are talking about, literally, when I was a little girl, I was very psychic and very aware and uh, unfortunately trusted the wrong person and said it out loud to a family member who, like, immediately admonished me and called me a witch and Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing and totally shut it down and made myself wrong for it. And so I've totally been the hide-and-seek with the magic that I be and the whole A plus B plus C <laughs> is literally how I survived. That's how I survived. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. I had to go to school and get straight A's in order to get the hell out of Dodge because I wanted to have a different kind of life. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, how do I not do the A plus B equals C? <laughs> like it's what's so funny about you even saying that is you actually have to think hard to even put it out there. Like a, like even mm. did you notice that like when you were A plus B plus C because it's actually <laughs> not who you be. So it's actually no. really hard for you to even say it. <laughs> so maybe I'm not it anymore, and maybe I'm just looking for. <laughs> So everywhere that you've misidentified and misapplied yourself is A plus B plus C, and we uncreate, destroy that. Yes. Yeah. I swear, I've used every single access tool to make myself wrong, too. I've done that <laughs> the last two years. <laughs> There's like this wrongness program that I have, you know. <laughs> Nobody else has it, I'm sure. <laughs> sure. Hey, Claire, don't, you have, don't you have a causal reality clearing over there that we were going to do today that might be a really good time for it? Yeah, let me see where it is. Um, yeah, because what I mean, one one plus two equals three. A plus B plus C. All that is is causal. Stuff. It's like whatever has happened in the past is going to happen in the future, right? So, um, mm. so what have you? Here's the clearing. What have you made so vital about causal incarcerations and in, and incarnations that creates everything in physical reality you cannot change and you cannot choose? Everything that is times a gazillion. We destroy and uncreate it, please. Yes. Yes. Mm. Right and wrong, good yes. and bad, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And another one, everything you've done from causal reality to eliminate stepping into the space of your potency and your magic that would actually allow you to create the change dynamically that you really choose and desire. Will you destroy and uncreate that, please? Yes, and my phone is yes. singing. <laughs> <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, has it been hard for you? Like, is there this fear of of being different? Is there this fear of like you want to pretend to be normal and the same as everyone else? Yeah. 
but mm-hmm. it's becoming harder and harder for me to be normal. So mm-hmm. I've just, yeah, I'm almost like, okay, well, I can't even be it anymore, so why even try? <laughs> so know? what's the fear then, there? What, what's the fear, irrational or whatever there, that if you were to be the witch that you truly be, what would happen? <laughs> then I'll be hung. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Yeah, that I'll be hung. Mm-hmm. So or all the lifetimes... <laughs> yeah, all the lifetimes that you were hung and all the lifetimes that you were burned at the stake and all the energy that is being brought up right now and all the judgments and conclusions and computations about what all that meant and the significance of all of that that you've brought into this lifetime. Can we uncreate and destroy and revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all of that? Yes. yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, I'm right there yeah. with you, sister. Yeah, because I don't. I I think I've identified probably like five or six lifetimes where I was killed for my magic, for being a witch. Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. It's this irrational, unconscious um, energy that comes up that it's like I'll die if I bring this out. I'll die if I do right. this. I'll I'll die if I say this. <laughs> I'll be ostracized. Right. So, um, so it it's it, it's not a figment of our imagination. But the right. more that we run that, the more that we create that as significant, the more that we um, continue to call that real, um, the more that we're denying and killing ourselves. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And and the other thing is that um, I think I was afraid of losing my family. Um mm-hmm. And it ended up happening, well, it didn't totally happen because they're alive. They've just, they have decided that I'm a witch. <laughs> and many of them don't want anything to do with me. They're, or I'm mentally mm-hmm. ill or whatever because I mm-hmm. talk to ghosts and whatever. So I'm like, oh, well, hey, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> it actually <laughs> happened and I'm still here. And now I get to actually play and have fun. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So try to hang me. I will just break the rope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Josephine, are you willing to be your magic and potency now? Are you willing to say yes to it? I mean, it seems like, in at least in this reality, like, truth, are you going to get hanged this lifetime for it? No. <laughs> okay, cool. No. Yeah, so that's one of the that's one of the past plus the past plus the future that we're running on this kind of stuff, right? So it's actually right. not true now. And sort right. of the other sort of quote unquote worst thing already happened and you lived, right? Your family's like, Oh, she's a witch and they <laughs> kind of separated or whatever and it's like, Oh, okay, well interesting choice, okay. So right. the worst has already happened. Right? Oh, well there's what? one more there was one more thing. The other uh-huh. part of it was the other part of it is I'm trained as a psychiatric professional, a psychiatric mm-hmm. nurse practitioner. So, um, not being able to be in that world without a mask on <laughs> and sort of the energy of all of that. Do you know what I mean? And because I did sort of get found out a little bit <laughs> at one point, and it was like the axe fell down and I lost the job. And so there's that weirdness, too. There's that energy. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and we can look at like aspects of that, right? And we can do some clearing around that. But essentially, until you make the choice now, hmm. yeah, that essentially until you actually choose, this is who I be, and this is how I'm going to express. You're going to keep mm-hmm. coming up with things that are a block to it, right? So, right. yeah. So, like, are you ready? Is it now the time? And no judgment either way. It could not be the time. That's cool. Well, it's funny because my immediate response is, yeah, sure, yeah, that's that's exactly, yeah. And then I have this sort of energy around my, I don't know, like a certain part of my body that's kind of like this contraction. And I'm like, well, what is that? That's not even mine. <laughs> I'm ready for it, but somebody else isn't <laughs> who might be cool. attached to me or something. I don't know. Yeah. Great awareness. Okay, so would you be willing to return that to sender? Yes. And and um, give up uh, being the um, hotel for lost souls there and just <laughs> return that to sender. It's kind of like an anchor. Yeah. Huh? yeah like, I was, like It was almost like I was somebody's anchor. I don't know mm-hmm. how that just sort of popped up. Mm-hmm. Like I was somebody else's lifeline. Or something like if I went down, somebody else would go down. I don't know. So yeah, I'll, I'll give that up. <laughs> yeah. So everything that is, and everywhere that you are holding everyone else's lifelines while you're drowning, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, hypoc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And anywhere um, that you are uh, living as or having fraud patrol perpetrated on you, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes, definitely. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot of pock, all my boy shorts and beyond. Are you familiar with the fraud patrol clearing from Access? I am, and every time I hear it, it lightens my world. So <laughs> thank you for yeah. reminding me of it. Yeah, on the on the professional front, that's what mm-hmm. feels, that's my awareness about what's there. It, so, like running that clearing uh, as much as possible, uh-huh. I think will free up okay. some energy and help you choose. Like you could choose to stay in that world. Like I have a lot of friends who like basically gave up their license so that they could be do more of what they really want to do. But they they have the training behind them, and that's really helpful. But they they give up their license, and there's some people who that I think are really awesome that work in the psychiatric or the, you know, psychological world who are just really magic and have found a way to have it work inside that world. And But until you get really clear that you're willing to be everything you be, that it will, it will be hard to see what choices will create greater for you. Right. That makes sense. And I just got the awareness. I know this is something silly that I do. I don't know. Maybe it's a, I don't know what it is, but so I've, become aware that what I do is sometimes I almost like forget that I stepped forward and chose something that's showing up that will give me more and I'm like no wait I didn't do that (laughs) but wait I did (laughs) you know so thank you thank you for all of that because that just gave me the awareness that no wait I, I am saying yes I am stepping forward it's just not you know it's not just it's not this like 200 mile leap ahead it's maybe one mile i just i'm a little frustrated that it's not the 200 mile leap (laughs) 
Well, and the more that you choose it, the more you will find yourself leapfrogging. It will mm-hmm. it will start to show up in bigger chunks. Well, that's good because I'm a very impatient person. <laughs> yes, you're humanoid, darling. <laughs> Because it's not happening fast enough, that I'm just not going to do it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies, so much. Mm, yeah, awesome. thanks for Thank calling. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, care. yeah. Have a great rest of your show. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye. well, we've got to zip over to a break really quick, and we'll be back to bring it home on the Magic Show. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're talking about magic, and we have a few minutes left, darling. Uh, that was an awesome caller. She's so cute. <laughs> that was fun. What else can we do in our last few minutes here today? What magic can we be? Well, you know, I um, I actually just saw another clearing that uh, we were going to do today that I think really applies to what Josephine was speaking to. Um, and I think it might apply to maybe one other person that's listening to the show right now. Um, but it's how much potency have you had come up that you would not be willing to express that you decided was a bad thing a long time ago or that you've been made wrong for so you twisted it into being pathetic. Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, boys, shorts, and beyonds. I want to speak it one more time because I think it's really important. So I want people to get this, and this is partly why when we deny magic, we end up hurting ourselves or kind of killing aspects of ourselves. Because we are these magical, potent beings, and we have so many capacities, so many talents, so many abilities. And when we deny it, we literally, because it's such a powerful energy, we end up twisting it in such a way that it becomes a destructive force. And so actually we begin creating the opposite of our potency. Now, Dane talks about this specifically with miracles. He goes, when you don't acknowledge the miracle you created, you create the opposite. Mm-hmm. So it's a similar thing with magic is if you do not acknowledge your magic, if you are refusing to receive your magic, what you'll have to do, because energy can't be destroyed, so what's, what are you doing with that energy? The only possibility you have is to twist that up and to use it in some kind of a destructive way. I mean, we're either creating or destroying. There's no such thing as neutral. <laughs> There's no such thing as a molecule or a cell not in motion. So we're not creating, we're in destruction. So how much potency have you had? Do you be that you haven't been willing to express, that you decided was a bad thing a long time ago, or you've been made wrong for, so you twisted it into being pathetic? Everything that is times gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Uh-huh. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Well, and I love this one, too, that we we're going to share. What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about what you don't have that keeps you from seeing the gift of everything that you're capable of creating and everything that you are? Everything Ooh, that, that is times a gazillion, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Yes. Yes? Right and wrong, good mm-hmm. and bad, pun and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Because how many of us are constantly in the wrongness of us? Of like, well, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not magic. I'm not magic like so and so. You know, like we're in comparison all the time. So, what have you made so vital, vital, valuable, and real about what you don't have, and what you're not, that keeps you from seeing the gifts of everything that you're capable of creating and everything that you be. Everything that is times the godzillion, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Mm-hmm. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pawn and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> we've got That's some so F words in the chat room. Um, <laughs> we've got people laughing. I think potentially this might have applied to more than one person. <laughs> 
we have a we have a chat room that said that was so powerful I I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I love oh you. boy, they're so fun. Our <laughs> chat roomers are awesome. <laughs> so and one last one, just because we're on a roll here. Everything you've done to decide, there are things that you have to hide. Things that are so bad, terrible, vicious, mean, and awful that if you ever let them see the light of day that they would destroy the world, will will. but they're actually the magic that you be and the capacities that you are, will you destroy all that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> Do that one again. Do it again. Do, Do it again. Do it again. Again, again. Everything you've done to decide there are things that you have to hide. Everything, yeah, everything you've done to decide there are things that you have to hide. Things that are so bad, so terrible, so vicious, mean, and awful that if you ever let them see the light of day that they would destroy the world. Will you destroy and uncreate that, please? And everywhere that you have, you have called that the wrongness of you and you've judged that piece and hidden that piece when actually that is the, the strongness of you and the magic of you, can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, online shirts, boys and beyonds. Guys, everything that we have judged as our wrongness has a strongness. So everything that we have judged as wrong is actually our magic, people. So, like, <laughs> we've just twisted it up sometimes. We've just used it in the past, you know, that, and it didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Um, in some past life or something. But if we can clear all that shit around it, what is possible then? How much more potent and magical can we be? And what kind of lives could we create full of inspiration and joy and magic day after day after day? What if that was the norm and not constriction and pain and war and problems? You know, like that's a world I'm interested in that is a reality I'm all about. Like, what would be possible then if we just, if all of us just invoked 3% more of our magic today and went out and sh- and showed the world what we could create, what we could be and who we are and who we truly be? Sing it, sister. Sing it. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. <laughs> All right, so thanks for joining us today, everybody. We're back next week for more magic. I'm so inspired. Everybody, go out and be your magic. Do it. Turn it's it up. awesome. Turn it up. Turn it up. Okay, it up. bye for now. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.